0: One wow, second here. All right, welcome to the ESBC podcast. For the purpose of the podcast, it's always to make me money. I always say that to be candid and keep it real, because a lot of people aren't candid and are incapable really of keeping it real, honest, and authentic, which really cuts through the crap, right, and we get to what's real, and we can monetize it. So every podcast is a business meeting. For the purpose and an outcome. The purpose is to make us money. To collaborate. There's a college football podcast. We've been sixty-eight percent, which means five hundred percent ROI the last two years, which means you have ten times more money than when you started with. So the first game we're going to tackle today is the Miami Hurricanes playing Alabama. Alabama has a new team. Miami has a veteran team. So, we're going to find out how good Manny Diaz has recruited. Now, in the podcast, we use business and financial concepts. The same way you invest in stock, it's the same way you invest in a football game, monetizing a football game. So, I'm 11-2 so far. What does that mean? That means that, uh, out of a thousand dollars in each game, we've made about eight thousand dollars so far. That's good money. All right, good money. Eight thousand dollars. Blessed to have it. Alabama's supposed to beat Miami by twenty points. I don't see it happening. Miami has a hundred and ninety-two starts in the uh, offensive of line. That's what you want to look at uh, when you're evaluating. Right basically a stock. So we use uh, arbitrage. We use fundamental analysis, right? We use taking advantage of market inefficiencies to be able to use decision tra- science to sharpen our thinking for business and to make money uh, watching these games, right? It's the highest and best use of your time, all right? So we're going to go. First pick today is going to be the Miami Hurricanes. Plus twenty, right? From there, we're going to the Louisiana region. Cajuns playing at Steve Sarkeesian, uh Texas Longhorns. So one of the market inefficiencies is that teams like Texas, teams like uh, Alabama, are often overvalued, right? So it stocks you, buy low, sell high. So the buy low pick on this is Louisiana plus a 10. Again, you go to the offensive line. because The offensive line can control the game. They have a lot of starters coming back on the offensive line. There's a new team for Texas. Texas spending over uh, $10 million on coaches. So Texas is going to be ready to play. Texas, there's developmental teams, and there's blue ship teams. Texas, it's a blue ship team. Alabama, it's a blue ship team. Miami should be. A blue chip team they haven't been a blue chip uh, team for many years now but they should be so we're going to see how well they've trained their players right because it's just not be able to have a lot of talent coaches need to be able to at a high level develop the talent McSaven in Alabama has done that that's why they do so well so they have both but at plus 20. That's way too many points, right? Buy low, sell high. Same thing with Louisiana at Texas. So uh Louisiana take the 10 points at your Texas Longhorns. Steve Sarkeesian is known for recruiting. He is not known for coaching. He did not develop the blue ship talent at USC. He coached with Nick Satan in Alabama. Maybe he learned something. Maybe not. Next game we're looking at is the Oregon State Beavers. Plus seven at Purdue. Now, we have Shad Nolan, who uh, had a great year in the Arena League. His brother is the backup quarterback for Oregon State. The reason I say that is I'm going to publish the top ten rules of betting. And, again, I connect it. I have an MBA. I have securities licenses. I manage people's money. So the same thought process. you using that. Same way you use in picking games, right? So put the top 10 rules of betting. Number one is you never bet your own team. Why? Because you overvalue your decision. So since I have an emotional attachment to working state, there could be a case that I shouldn't be betting this game. Again, I believe that Purdue is overvalued in this game. Purdue, even though they're in the Big Ten, Even though they make $50 million a year for the university in the Big Ten, they're overhyped because of the Big Ten network. Oregon, if you live in the past, you die in the past. So they're using last year's Oregon numbers. That's why we started at 11 and 2 right now. We're at 82%. 52.5% is break-even. So between 52.5 and 82, that margin... It's compound interest. That's how you make money sports betting. Consistently being over 52.5. And all uh, out of those 11, a lot of it was overvalued. Like Virginia Tech yesterday against North Carolina. North Carolina was overvalued. to pick Virginia Tech. And out of the $1,000 we bet, we made $950. Only in America can you do something like that. Next game I'm looking at is... Houston Cougars uh, on the money line. Again, they're a team, they're a developmental team, not necessarily a blue trip team. But they Coach Holgerson, who came from West Virginia, making $4 million a year for a reason. He's a home game in front of Mr. Fertetta. Mr. Fertetta is a billionaire, he owns the Palms, and he's donated over $200 million to the Houston Football Club. He's not doing it for anything. He's going to be there. So, there's going to be a lot of extra juice with Houston in this game. You always have to follow the money. and and, and Not just the money, but execution of the money. right? The Yankees have had money for years. They've had bad execution. That's why they haven't won titles. Like The Dodgers have the money. The Dodgers are executing better right now. So, it's not just the money. It's who can execute. Now, it's always in stocks. It's fundamental analysis. Versus technical analysis. Fundamental analysis has gotten people rich. Technical analysis has never gotten anybody rich. People have gotten rich selling technical analysis, including the owner of your Carolina Panthers, right? Mr. Tedder. But, when picking football games, I've had success the last 13 years. My wife hasn't bought gasoline, it hasn't been betting money the last 13 years. I've used fundamental Inside fundamental amounts is corporate governance, right? So you got to see who the coaches are, what effect they have, right? And you place it within the market. So that's what we talk about Holdership. Uh, next game we're looking at is a, a team with great developmental talent, Coach Brennan at San Jose State. You got USC. Bull chip team, again, often very overvalued. So, we're going with San Jose State plus 14.5. You get it past that key number. Key numbers in football are 3, 7, 10, uh, 14, right? So, we go 14.5. Uh, USC has to keep things in the back pocket. They have to, for the lack of a better word, hide plays. For the bigger games in the season. For USC, it's going to be Notre Dame. It's going to be USC. And it's going to be Pac-12 games. San Jose State has done a great job developing players. They're good in fourth or fifth year cycles. And Chad Nolan, who played college football, his brother is the backup quarterback at Oregon State, made a great point. With the extra COVID year, a lot of these games are going to be a lot more competitive that it been in the past. So now San Jose State has guys that have been there six years. Former five, uh, 50 year, uh, red shirt seniors are now sixth year, Richard. So you're gonna have a lot of, uh, experience and this is gonna be the biggest game of their life for a lot of these guys. So what does that mean? The same thing that happened when Ohio State played, uh, Minnesota, we made 950 dollars off Minnesota plus 18. I picked that about a month ago. Plus 18. I picked it again at plus 14 and a half. So 950 plus 950 is 2,000 dollars. real-time money now on that concept, right? So, same thing's happening. same dynamic between Ohio State and Minnesota It's happening between USC. In San Jose State. So you go 14 and a half. Now, you bet equal amounts on all games. Fifth rule of betting that I'll publish every report, make sure everybody has a link. We'll have a link in the episode notes. Fifth rule of betting do not parlay, right? Because you can read it in the back. In probability theory that you use in picking investments, picking stocks, right? Is that probability theory is the highest level of certainty? is eighty percent. So there's no locks. You hear guys on the radio, this no it's a lock. This is stone cold lock. This is what's gonna happen. No. It's only an eighty percent chance of anything happening. There was an eighty percent chance in two thousand twenty there wasn't gonna be a pandemic. But guess what? There was. Alright? So the goal again, remember, is to get between seventy and eighty percent and make that compound interest between eighty-two percent We are now at 52.5. With that being said, take San Jose State plus 14 and a half. Clemson on the money line. Salesmen think short term. Businessmen and women think long term. Long term thinking is higher level thinking, right? So instead of taking minus three Clemson, take Clemson. On the money line, this game means a lot more for Clemson than the Georgia. Georgia's in the SEC. They're going to get a lot of uh, games to come back from this. Uh, Georgia has strategically suspended some guys. They really don't have to suspend them, but you know, Alabama, all of them have private detectives all day, every day on the Georgia campus trying to figure stuff out, to send them to the SEA to get Georgia uh, in trouble. So Georgia has self-reported has a couple starters out. Uh, Clemson is a blue chip program. Georgia is also a blue chip program. And they haven't won a national title, so they're kind of inching up. And again, usually on margin, right? Um, smart and uh, coach Davo Sweeney, they know how to evaluate talent, right? So the difference is. Development of talent. That's why Notre Dame pays a million dollars for the strength and conditioning coach. Uh, Georgia stole the strength and conditioning coach from Alabama. Uh, coach Mark coached there 10 years. This guy did two Cochran. So Cochran, the strength and conditioning coach for Georgia, gets paid $1.2 million a year. Now the guy at Alabama is making $900,000, right? So it's not just picking talent, it's developing talent. Both are really co-equal in the way they're doing things. Even though they have new players, the wild card for Georgia is J.T. Daniels. Uh, he started at USC. He is lights out. So he can make a, you know, a difference in the disadvantage in players and roster between the two teams because of the suspension. So again, you want to get an eight out of ten, all right, That I'm giving you. So you go. Clumps in money line because the money line, from a long term perspective, when there's some doubt and there isn't a clear edge, it's going to end up being compound interest, making you money, especially us that love college football, love football. We spend so much time on it. Why not? You have to, right? You have to monetize. You have to monetize the amount of time you have watching football, right? In the insight you've developed all these years watching football. In our case, knowing NFL players' uh, information we get from NFL and college players throughout the year, right? It's almost like in in my business, if you have uh, material non-public information, it's illegal for you to use it. In sports betting, it's not regulated yet. It's been legal in thirty-two states. Florida is very close to legalizing it. New York has already legalized it, and Massachusetts is about to, right? So it hasn't been legalized nationally. Hopefully, I never will. Uh, but, you know, structure like the SEC uh, and regulations might be in place for four or five years, but not today. Perfectly legal for me to use the information I get from college uh, coaches. We have college coaches who give us information, right? Division one, Power 5 college coaches. We have NFL players. We have college players. Perfectly legal for us to use that information and monetize it on a weekly basis. That's why I love America, United States of America, the richest country in the whole world. We can make a significant amount of money spending on games, and we're up to $8,000 on the first weekend. Clumps in money line. So we're going to go Missouri, Arizona, and then LSU, UCLA. Missouri, I really like Eli Dirkowitz, the head coach of the missouri Tigers. Offensive guy, uh, dedicated, one of those guys that's married to the game of football, divorced. In the divorce uh, settlement agreement that they post online, because he works for a public university, his wife mentioned neglect. He neglected her and the kids for football. But he's making $5 million a year because he's going to get paid for it. So take Missouri. Minus 14 uh, against uh, an undermanned team that they're playing, uh, Central Michigan. They have Coach Matt Wayne, who used to coach at the University of Florida, but he's not even going to be there because of COVID. Uh, Arizona, the Arizona Wildcats, they have Jetfish, guy I like a lot, very creative guy. He never played a down the football. So he talks himself in San Diego as a tennis guy uh, to be a quarterback intern, right? Now he's making $4 million a year as the head coach of the Arizona Wildcats. They're playing BYU. BYU runs the ball. Uh, BYU can be a blue chip program. But right now they're a developmental program. To that end, uh, if you read the book, The Triple Package, by Amy Schuma, which I came across when uh, Kavanaugh was being uh, vetted for the Supreme Court. So Amy Schuma, uh, law professor at Yale, used to take the prettiest, hottest works and used to send them to Kavanaugh. You know, it was a big thing. So researching her, I saw that she wrote a book called The Triple Package which she did a study of which religions and races make the most money. I like it because it says the Cubans make the most money, right? So it's Cuban, Persians, and Italians, right? Top three races that make the most money in the, in the United States. And it was a big upset because the Druze and the Asians were not in the top three. But I digress. The number one religion is the Mormon religion in her book. BYU, being uh, a Mormon university with a limited amount of money, with their own network, right? As a developmental program just announced with the NIL, with new NCAA rules, that every football player, walk on, gets a full scholarship. Usually it's up to 100. They're going to make it unlimited. So they're going to have like 200 guys on their team to be able to develop their players, their football players. Uh, But, again, if you live in the past, you die in the past. They're pricing BYU on last year's numbers, last year's team. Uh, The starting quarterback for BYU is the starting quarterback for the Jets. He's not playing today. We're going to have a brand-new guy against Jetfish, Arizona. They have a lot of players. Jetfish is a very creative guy. Again, we're using fundamental analysis, corporate governance, to pick your Arizona Wildcats plus 13 against BYU, right? Money in your pocket. The last game I'm going to pick is LSU versus UCLA. Uh, spending time in the South, right? I was very fortunate to go Lakewood High School where we had William Floyd, who ended up winning a Super Bowl with the 49ers in a national championship with Florida State do those Florida State uh, years. I have a friend of mine who's a Tampa PD. He used to you know, call him to go down to Tallahassee, man, and and, and party with the FSU guys, your Derek Brooks, all those people. And you just get insight, man. That was 30 years ago. Also, we had my senior year, all, well, eighth grade basketball team, Bay Point, played with Tommy Carter. Tommy Carter is the second DeMarie Smith in the NFL PA today. He won a national championship with Lou Holtz, and he's in the Lou Holtz book, winning every day with Lou Holtz. And then there is Tommy Carter, made a big interception. Then after the interception, is the went with the library, get a finance degree from uh, Notre Dame, played ten years in the NFL. So following these guys, talking to them, uh, you know, getting insight into football, you learn a lot. So. A team coming down from the South with those roots, right? LSU Tigers, Coach O, which if you, when you listen to the podcast, it'll be in the beginning of the podcast they have a speech. by Coach O, against UCLA. So now I'm here on the beautiful West Coast enjoying the West So when I go to Foothill High School and run the stairs and run – 100-yard sprints, right? Here comes the football team. I you watching know, Washington practice. The practices in the West Coast are not as intense as those practices down south. So you have an LSU team, uh, Harden, versus West Coast guys that really don't understand how spoiled they are and how good they have it here. That's why you have LSU minus three points. But it's going to be a crazy game. Coach Kelly, it's a former, he was 49 and 7 at Oregon. Goes to the NFL, flops with the Eagles. It's even worse for the 49ers. Here he comes at UCLA, and he's 11 and 20. So he hasn't won anything in many, many years. So he has a lot to prove. This is going to be a close game. It's going to go to the end. But again, salesmen think short term. Business men and women think long term. So, to that end, take LSU in the money line. All right? So, to recap Miami plus 20, Louisiana plus 10, Oregon State plus 6, Houston money line, San Jose State plus 14 and a half, uh, Clemson on that money line, Missouri minus 14. Arizona plus 13, and your LSU Tigers on the money line against UCLA. So, usually, we're going to do the uh, college football podcast on Friday nights. We've got a great NFL podcast it's off the charts. We're going to have Chad, uh, the college and pro football player, and we've got a great guy from Boston to the Northeast bringing a ton of knowledge. Uh, So we can get, we've been 65% NFL the last two years. What does that mean? 500% ROI last two years. What does that mean? In the last two years, by using every one of our picks, you would be at 1,000% ROI, 10 times more money than when you started. That's the bottom line. But give a man a fish, teach him. Uh, Give a man a fish, feed him for a day. Teach the man a fish feed them for a lifetime. So, not only do we tell you what the picks are, but the why's. We're using business and financial concepts to get you there. And we always close with Winston Churchill. You always understand, especially when you get old, it's better to give than to get. You make ten times more. You get ten times more of a giving than getting. That's why we give away all the picks. Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but You make a life for what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESDC Podcast Network.